Hey everyone, and welcome to Wandering Adventures. I am your host, The Wandering Witch, and I want to say welcome to the show that is all about the thrill of travel. Think of me as your virtual adventure buddy today, as we take you to the edge of a cliff or even a city, whichever you prefer, and then we bring you back home safely. So make sure you grab your passport and your sense of humor, because we're going to have a blast on this adventure together. Today, we don't have a whole lot of housekeeping, so we're just going to dive straight into all of the new news, the rumor craze, everything that has happened in the past week to just give you guys a little bit of an insight if you haven't seen or heard what has happened. So, of course, we had a huge, huge Splash Mountain rumor craze happen this week, and it blew everyone out of the water because there was no official confirmation from Disney itself stating that this was going to happen. Um, we really expected for Disney to be the ones to come out and say, hey, look, this is true. This is not true. They have not officially confirmed nor denied that the May 6th date for Splash Mountain and Disneyland as a closing date to be true or not. So it's still kind of like a what is going to happen. It doesn't make sense for them to close it with the 100 year celebration right now, let alone going into May, the one of the beginnings of the hottest months of summer, especially in Anaheim, California. That is insane of them to even think about doing, honestly. Like shut it down come fall, like the end of August, beginning of September, that kind of thing, just because you know, then we're cooling down. Yes, but I know it's still warm in California, especially Southern California, but, but don't get me wrong. Splash Mountain closing in May would be absolutely insanity on Disney's part. Where are guests going to go to cool off when it's hot? You know what I mean? So we don't have a full confirmation on that. Um, but you can bet that I will be at the park more than likely the day that the ride does go down and I will be getting video content. I will be getting everything you guys want to see from that day as the one last splash for Disneyland. Uh, that is going to be a huge, huge historical day. So we're super excited about that. Now, since we already started talking about the celebrating the 100 uh, at Disneyland, we're going to just dive right into the new news with that. Disneyland has brought back tours. Starting in April, they are bringing back all of our tours to the park itself. There's the exploring the Waltz apartment tour, there's the holiday tours and whatnot, but there's a brand new tour and I want to talk about that one today. It's actually going to be the Celebrating Disney 100 tour and that one actually opens up starting April 7th. That is going to cost you $110 per person ages 3 and up, but you're going to experience a 120 minute tour. And while you're on this tour, you're going to be able to walk through Disneyland Park and Disneyland's California Adventure with a Disneyland official tour guide. While you're doing that, you're going to be touring Buena Vista Street, the Animation Academy, Main Street Opera House, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, Sleeping Beauty's Castle, which is really, really cool because when you're there, you get to have a special photo taken of you in front of Sleeping Beauty's Castle. Uh, everybody wants that. And then you're also going to get to participate in a drawing experience in a, the Animation Academy featuring special characters from the Disney's 100. So you'll get to actually have that one-on-one -on -one experience with just your tour group to experience the Animation Academy, which is 
phenomenal. You're going to receive a special Disney 100 celebration snack, and then you're actually going to have a reserved viewing area for the Magic Happens Parade on the day of your tour, which is super, super cool. And then you'll receive a limited edition of the Disney 100 commemorative pins. So that is really, really exciting to have back at Disneyland tours alone, but to have a new tour that everybody's going to be able to experience that is critiqued just for the celebration. Talk about chef's kiss. Now, we're going to move on over to California Adventure because we had some new news drop this week for Avengers Campus. Now, if you've never been to Disneyland or Disneyland's California Adventure, you need to make sure that you make your way out there because these two parks are phenomenal. Avengers Campus is huge in the Marvel world. And I'm super, super excited for, for all of the new that is still coming to this area, let alone what we already have. So in the building that the Quinjet sits on, at D23, they announced that we were going to have a actual e-ticket ride coming. Well, since then, they have not told us when that will happen, if it'll happen, or whatnot. We have actually received news on other fronts that construction walls have gone up around parts of this building for a new merch shop. Um, and the, the rumor estimated guess for this is because it's going into where the exit would be for the e-ticket ride originally, like most rides have. If you look at Star Tours, you look at Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, uh, you come out of Spider-Man, there's, you know, Web Slingers, there, each ride typically, I mean, Space Mountain has one, it, there's all kinds. Um, so you would think that having a merch shop would just flow right into a ride. So why Disney is kind of keeping us out of the loop on what is happening with this ride, heaven only knows, because I know I have the D23, um, what is that uh artwork that they drew up for us the like a badge i cannot think of the word of it but you know the the pre-drawings of ideas um i have that for the said ride so what the heck right i don't know now since we're on you know disney's adventure lands we're just bouncing from park to park let's bounce all the way across the world Yes, I'm skipping past world for right now. And we're actually going to talk about Disneyland Paris for once. This is not a traditional uh, park that we have talked about yet. Um, I would like to start interpreting it more into the podcast and bringing you guys news on them as well. Um, because who does not want to visit Disneyland Paris? I know I do. That is like my number one bucket list park to go to. Besides my home park, of course, it's Disneyland. Um, I want to see the castle there and oh, the hills, the colors, the atmosphere, just you name it, I want to go see it. But anyways, Disneyland Paris, we actually have reports coming in from Phantom Manor. And if you know me, you know I am all about the gloomy, the spooky, the creepy, the creaks, the the haunted let's let's go with spooky season year round yes i'm a christmas nut too but we won't discuss that because halloween and spookiness is just slowly taking over more and more of my love and my life but phantom manor actually has removed some 
display pieces of the decor from the ride due to the sensitivity subjects of what they were holding. And that is the nooses that were displayed throughout the ride. Um, from what I've been told, there is only one noose left and it is actually the only one that the Phantom holds or is near. Um, again, I've not been to Disneyland Paris, so I haven't been able to physically see this part of the ride, but it's only one left versus just the random ones hanging through the trees and decor and whatnot. So now we've got some news in from Disney World. Yes, you heard it coming in to you first. Disney World has brand new discount deals for the summer. Let's dive on into all of those because there are so many. Of course, we've got discounts from 35% to 30, 25, even all the way down to 15. Oh, even 10%. Yeah, so we're going from 10 to 35% off hotel stays for this summer. Uh, let's talk about saving alert. Now, most of these travel dates are going to be from July 11th through September 28th. So if you want to make sure you get in during those contact your agent today so that we can reserve your dates and then apply any credits or offers that may come in in the time period to your trip because that could happen things could change it, all things are subject to change we, everybody should understand that before you begin but i want to remind you minimum stay is going to be a one night stay with these packages and a maximum of 14 days okay now let's just dive on in at, of course, 10% because that's going to be kind of, you know, a hard one to swallow, right? So you're going to get the Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary, Cooper Creek Villas and Cabins at the Disney Wilderness Lodge, the Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas at Jumbo House, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, the Polynesian Villas and Bungalows, and then the Villas at the Grand Floridian are all going to receive 10% off during those days. And then you can save 15% off if you actually stay at any of the campsites at Fort Wilderness, which is a phenomenal camping area. One of our um, favorite people loves to travel there all the time, and I just... For me, never being to world, I live vicariously through everyone's photos of anything world or anywhere else travel wise. So now let's just jump in, jump in to the 25% savings. Now, this is going to be all of your all-star movies resorts. You're going to have all-star music. You're going to have all-star sports. I said movies. <laughs> uh, art of animation. You're going to have the Disney Beach Club Resort pop century and the yacht club here so you're gonna again save 25 percent at all of those resorts and then 30 percent is super exciting you're actually going to save 30 percent if you book yourself a cabin at the disney's fort wilderness resort which i have seen those cabins and they are phenomenal um, another place is going to be the Caribbean Beach Resort, Port Orleans Resort, French Quarter, and then Port Orleans Resort again, but the Riverside version. So those ones you're going to save 30%, which talk about huge savings. Now we've got a bigger list when we dive into saving up to 35%. Okay. 
Now, this one is quite a bit, so be prepared, grab your cup of coffee, some water. It, it's a good chunk of hotels, but they're super exciting and it really makes me excited because that just means more families are going to be able to enjoy these. So 35% off up to, you're going to receive it at the Boulder Ridge Villas at the Disney Wilderness Lodge, the Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, Kadani Village, the Boardwalk Inn, the Boardwalk Villas, Contemporary Resort, Coronado Springs Resort, Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, the Old Key West Resort, Riviera Resort, Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, and the Disney Wilderness Lodge. Now again, these are during specific time zones of July 11th through September 28th, minimum night of one night to 14 nights, and it varies on discounts. So if you're unsure, reach out to your agent. They will be able to direct you in the direction of where your quote will lie with how many guests will be with you and what type of accommodations you will be needing. Now, the number of the rooms allotted for this offer will be limited. So we want to make sure you guys are aware of that and savings based on the non-discounted price and a non-pass holder pays for the same room. Um, the length of the stay requirements may apply. Additional per adult charges may apply also if there's more than two adults per Disney value, moderate and deluxe resorts and studios at the Disney deluxe villa resorts. Definitely going to need advanced reservations and you're not going to be able to combine this with any other discount or promotion. So like I said, if something better comes through once you've made your booking with your agent or travel advisor, they will be able to apply anything new that can save you even more afterwards. Um, this offer excludes the following room types. Now this is big, so make sure you take note of this. We have the three bedroom villas, bungalows at Disney's Polynesian Villas and Bungalows, and cabins at the Cooper Creek Villas and Cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. You're going to have to have valid admission and theme park reservation, of course, to enjoy the theme parks and any special events, and those are not included in this percentage of savings. Now, we can add your tickets to your package, of course, but don't forget. And then Disney, uh, Walt Disney World also announced that they are offering up to 30% off of all hotel rooms for guests for Florida residents and an actual annual pass holders discount for the Galactic Star Cruiser of 30%. So they're really trying to fill those cruises up. I know that the last set had been not fulfilled so they're trying to really get people into those rides now let's dive right into tron because tron is you know off the grid and we are getting ready to launch right into the grand opening of it on april 3rd now with that opening april 3rd we've had a soft opening where they've been allowing you know, uh, pass holders to have their early rides, cast members and stuff like that. They have also started doing like a soft opening where you can get virtual queue and lightning lane. Now, if you receive a virtual queue 
they have been not accommodating late boarding group arrivals for virtual queue due to callback times changing significantly. Um, so like you could get a boarding group for group 14, like I did for Disneyland for uh, Mickey and Minnie, right? And you could not even be at the park yet. And you're supposed to have a one hour window of return time. And if you don't make it back in that time period, they're not honoring that you had a boarding group for the morning, even though that you can show proof of it to ride at a later time. They, they are in a, we don't care mode. We just got to keep busting it out because they, it's just too much of a backlog for them. So make sure that if you do get a virtual queue or lightning lane and whatnot, you are constantly checking your app for your return time because that return time could change at the snap of your finger. And if you're not in the park and you miss it, that's going to be a really big bummer. Now, again, we're staying with Walt Disney World because lots of news here. They announced that they are actually going to be having monthly themes for their own version of the 100th anniversary celebration, um, which actually is going to begin when the 50th ends at the end of this month, right? So in April, they're actually going to focus on Animal Kingdom and Earth Day, Earth Day being April 22nd, but Animal Kingdom, it is the 25th anniversary of the park. So they're going to have celebrations for that. They're, they're super excited for that. And we all are too. And then they're also going to be bringing Moana in as a meet and greet in Animal Kingdom beginning on Earth Day, again, April 22nd, for those that don't know. And she is going to be super excited to be there. Um, May, of course, will be the theme of Star Wars. May the 4th be with you. We all get that one. June is going to be Pixar theme, so make sure you get your Incredibles, your Inside Out, your Soul, all of those Pixar favorites themed. I'm sure there's going to be so many Disney bounders for that. I cannot wait for those pictures. July is going to be Mickey and Minnie friends. Mickey and Minnie and friends provide fun. So that's going to probably go along with the 4th of July, summer themes, that kind of stuff. August, we're going to dive into all things princesses and frozen characters. So make sure you've got your snowballs together and your reindeer have carrots because I know Sven will be on the lookout for those carrots and we got to make sure we have one for Olaf in case he loses his nose again, as usual. And then of course, we're going to dive into September, which is going to be the beginnings of fall, right? And with fall, we, we, we think of superheroes catching us. So of course, it's going to be superhero month. Talk about a great way to start the kickoff for the 100 celebration. Now, in other exciting news for Walt Disney World, we are going to be getting Mirabelle. She's going to be coming into the fairy tale garden where Merida currently is, and they are going to retheme the entire area to look just like Casita, which super exciting. I know Casita is beautiful, the colors, the flowers, just the sensations that everything that you get in that whole ambiance of a vibe is going to be phenomenal and I cannot wait to hear your guys's thoughts and what you guys have seen and experienced there when you have gone to see Mirabelle. You're actually going to walk into a scene that is like a um 
a rodeo of toys, if you would, in full swarm, um, you're going to come face to face with life-size figures. I mean, Jesse and Trixie are right there. They're taking the reins over the whole place. You got Bo Peep with her sheep at the command center. Um, and then you're just, it's so interactive and fun. You've, if you've never been inside Toy Story Mania, uh, at Disneyland, then you kind of get an idea of the, the feel for the characters. That's what the dining rooms have a feel for. Um, it's very colorful and detailed and the 3d on the pieces throughout the whole space is amazing um you're just sitting in some basic tiers and tables with no plush booth types or anything like that like i said it's just a sit down barbecue restaurants per se to just enjoy take you off the beaten path and just kind of enjoy a different ambiance than you would throughout the rest of the park now, each table is going to have plates, silverware, barbecue sauces, napkins, and all that for the messy eatery. Um, you're going to have a decent-sized menu. Um, both lunch and dinner are actually going to cost you $45 an adult and then $25 a kid. And that's not including your tax or your tip. So make sure if you are planning to eat there, you plan accordingly with the prices of what everyone will cost to eat there. The menu is really phenomenal looking. Um, if you look at it, they've got a little bit of everything from salads to brisket to cauliflower. You got bratwurst, you got ribs, you got vegetables. I, yeah, I can't get over the, the selection. You've got homemade biscuits. I mean, you, you just can't go wrong with some of these. They're just phenomenal looking meals and the meats are just oh every table is going to get the same platter of meat unless you choose the plant-based option uh and that's platter is going to consist of ribs brisket sausage and chicken um holy benoli it is phenomenal and then of course you got to have sauce with that right so you're going to get a spicy sauce a classic barbecue sauce and you're going to have a sweet sauce um now, of course, my favorite is dessert. So let's just slide right into the dessert table, right? Now we've got lemon and blueberry cheesecakes, chocolate silk pies, apple pie. And then this one, I am like phenomenally wanting, phenomenally, I can't even word. I wanna try it so bad. It's a peach strawberry pie, okay? That just sounds phenomenal. I just, I can't. I can't even begin to tell you how bad I want to try that peach strawberry. I might have to have my husband make some. Now, of course, if you're an adult, you're going to want to make sure you have a cocktail, right? I know. We all been there. Now, cocktails around here are going to cost you around $16. And that they're going to cover all your bases. They've got whiskey base, tequila, rum, you name it. So um, we saw a few drinks on the menu and they looked really delicious i forgot to grab their names i think something was snaky something margarita or something punch i don't remember but if you check out the menu let me know i might have to go look at the menu again after this but the restaurant typically stays around 85 percent full the noise level is typical about most other restaurants so if you're looking for a quiet scenery this might not be the place for you but it might not be super loud as well either so 
We are super excited to hear about your guys' interactions over there at Roundup Rodeo Barbecue and let us know if you try the food and what your favorite menu uh, item was because you know us, we are always dying to try new foods. Now, of course, in Wandering Adventures fashion, we always have room for food. So we're going to actually talk about the new sit-down table service restaurant at Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yes, we're talking about the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. How exciting, right? This is a huge, exciting area, and it is built on the previously backstage areas um, with an entrance just inside the main entrance to Toy Story Land. Um, you're going to have check-in podium and then there will be a big marquee sign and that's actually going to be your waiting area. Um, it It's a really cute area. I love the entrance and the pictures I've seen of it. You're going to have cast members that are going to welcome your party outside and they're going to take you right to the rodeo to begin your Toy Story dining um they say that andy has created a new rodeo arena for all of his favorite toys and the iconic toy story characters stickers and more are featuring as game pieces um so imagineers worked really closely with pixar and they brought everything to life and it's really really a unique design and artwork can be found throughout the whole restaurant so like everything in toy story land when guests stand up at the restaurant the rodeo round uh roundup rodeo barbecue they are now part of andy's toy chest if you would um so as soon as you arrive in the dining room Now let's just splash on over to the Disney cruise ship line and hear what news that they have to share. Of course, Captain Minnie is now presenting us with her new wardrobe we see today, which is going to be super exciting. Her new wardrobe is, includes a blue jacket with a red and white polka dot, a scarf, her safari wrapped hat with a red and white polka dot ribbon. She's got khaki brown pants and her dark brown shoes. She looks like she is ready to grab her satchel and a whip and away she goes but instead she gets handed a telescope and or she has her telescope and she gets handed a map so we're really excited to see where she's going to take us we know that the newest cruise ship the treasure will be joining the fleet very soon and it is set to sail out in 2024 with no official embarkment date yet but we know that this ship is going to be beautiful it's got an aladdin theme to it based around adventure uh the renditions we saw at d23 were phenomenal you see carpet and jasmine and aladdin right as you come in the entrance to the grand hall which 
is different than most of the other ships because the other ships have this big atrium like entrance so we're really excited to see what they're going to call this area once it officially opens but the new treasure ship is phenomenal and we're super excited to see what those itineraries will look like and where all they will travel to now, speaking of traveling to with the cruise line, we want to bring up, in fact, the itineraries for Lighthouse Point. Lighthouse Point is launching in summer of 2024, and it is actually going to be the new island for Disney. Now, Lighthouse Point is going to be where magic meets the beauty and the culture of the Bahamas, okay? This is the new island retreat that's going to be on the southern-ish most tip of the island, Ilithura. I can never pronounce it right. Y'all know me. I don't pronounce anything right. But this is where you're going to have the dark, gorgeous, deep blue Atlantic Ocean water color, and it meets those turquoise lines of the Bahamas. Have you ever seen that out in the ocean where it's like that definitive line? This is kind of like in that vicinity. Uh, like I said, this is going to open in summer 2024, and it's, it's super exciting. The renditions I saw for it at D23 blew me away. Like, I started to cry because I was so excited for this. I've always been excited for Castaway K and whatnot, but there's something about this new island that just blew me away. I'm so excited for it. They're going to have tributes paid to the natural beauty of the island with architectural detail. Uh, you're going to get to immerse yourself in all of the artistry and customs uh, with vibrant experiences. There's going to be lots of fun family areas. There's um, going to be a big like splash pad water park type area. There's going to be a little area for just for little kids to be able to play like a splash pad and whatnot. And then if you're on a Disney cruise for just adults where it's just you and your significant other or just you and your girlfriends, whatever, adults only, there is actually going to be an adult escape area where there won't be children running amok for you to go and adventure off to. And that's going to have its own beach. It's going to have its own dining. It's going to have its own bars. And then you're even going to have cabanas that you can rent to be secluded away from everybody and all of the children and noise. Now, I know that is very enticing for very many because I know it's enticing for myself to me looking for my next fun adventure right now family fun you're gonna have your big family beaches like I said you're gonna have a big water play area it's gonna have two slides so you're gonna be able to create your own island sounds with water dumps and make waves in the fountains that's even a dedicated space just for the toddlers there's gonna be a big like market style family dining area and then they're even gonna have like a huge gaming pavilion and then a gaga pit ball pit volleyball court and whatnot for families to be able to do too and then on the toddler front like I said just kids the water play area that is gonna be a little mermaid theme 
with we haven't gotten more details on it so those will be coming soon but it's like i said it's the big splash pad um there's actually going to be a kids only dining so when they've worked up their appetite after playing at the splash pad they're going to be able to enjoy their lunch in their own dedicated dining area so they're going to have like little kid tables and whatnot for them how exciting is that right now of course these are going to have three, four, five, and 10 night cruises from Florida that are all going to stop at Lighthouse Point. So you're going to have a three night Bahamian from Fort Lauderdale, a four night from Fort Lauderdale, a five night and 10 nights. And like I said, everyone has different itineraries and each one has more stops. So if like you book a 10 day, you're going to have more stops than you would on a three day or a five day, right? You're going to be able to like see St. John's in Antigua, Castries in St. Lucia, Rosia in Dominica, Tortola in the British uh, Virgin Islands, Lighthouse Point, and then on, you'll get to stay over and stay get to go over and see disney's castaway k2 so that's just like i said that's just a 10 day but we're super excited for the new lighthouse point island and we can't wait for you guys to be able to experience that as well now let's shift gears a little bit and go back a few notches everybody heard we talk about the spookiness that i love right with that why not talk a little Halloween? I know we're only in March, but Universal's already dropped Halloween Horror Nights for Orlando. So that means Hollywood's not far behind. And what else does that mean? That means Oogie Boogie Nights are coming and Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So what I want you to do is I want you to reach out to your agent and be like, hey, I know they're not out yet, but can you put me on your list for keeping me up to date on what happens with these events? Because I would like to know, hey, what are ticket prices going to be? When are they going to be announced? What dates are they? Oogie Boogie Nights we know are typically September and October. Same with Not So Scary Halloween. Those are super fun. And then Halloween Horror Nights, those can start as early depending on the uh, park itself at the end of August. It just really depends. So reach out to your agent, get on their list for tickets or reminders or any news when it comes to these Halloween events, because you're not going to want to miss out on any of these deals. Now, since we're already on Halloween, let's keep up with it. And let's talk about the new merch that they actually have announced and released over at Halloween Horror Nights uh, Boutique, uh, the All Hallows Eve Boutique in Islands of Adventure at Universal Orlando. Um, it's got a lot of the See You in the Fog design, which is like a blues and blacks. It's the spookiness. It's phenomenal. Um, and then you can also get it at the 5 and 10 at Universal Orlando. Again, I've never been to Florida, so I don't know where these locations are per se, but if you reach out to us on the website or to your agent, we can get you directions to both of these stores to be able to get you um, this spooky Halloween merch. Now, with Universal, they have a few new pieces of information that they would like to share on trademarks that they have filed for. Um, 
which is for potentially the Epic Universe attractions, which is going to be the new park or land that is opening at Universal Orlando. Hopefully it's expected to open in summer 2025. So we'll see. But we know Super Nintendo World uh, has already been confirmed. And then there are rumored lands, which kind of go along with the um, trademarks that they filed for. So those rumored lands are going to be like a universal classic monsters land, which I hope, I hope, I hope. Like this is like Dracula and Frankenstein, that kind of stuff. That would be phenomenal. You would think it means classic monsters land. So you would think that they do that, but who knows what they come with. We're talking universal, right? And then we have how to train your dragon land, which that would be amazing. My kids love, 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 love. How to Train Your Dragon. We are all about Toothless and every... Oh gosh, I can't get over how much we love How to Train Your Dragon. And then the next one actually is the third Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So who knows what those will actually partake and actually be if those are actually what the trademarks be because those trademark names don't have to be what they actually come out as officially. Now when Epic Universe does open, it is expected to have an in-park hotel, which if you look up the concept art, you'll be able to see it at the top um, above it. So that's really exciting and we can't wait to see what else comes with that. Um, other news, effective April 1st, Turks and Caicos will no longer require proof of vaccination for entry into the island. So now is going to be your perfect time to get those luxurious stays at beaches Turks and Caicos booked because who does not want to go to paradise at the beginning of summer, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Let's get those on the travel guide for you. Hey you guys, we just want to say thanks again for tuning into this week's episode and listening to all the news and updates we have going on for the world of travel and adventure. We love bringing it to you guys on the weekly and we can't wait for next week's episode. Now we're going to end with our weekly quote and we hope you guys enjoy it and we look forward to hearing what you guys want to hear about next because we know there's lots of news coming to you very soon. The world is a book, and those who do not travel read only one page. St. Augustine